Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. What's up? What's up? What is up, fam? It is me, Nick, your host. It is Nick's Nerd News. Welcome to the show. Today is March 9th. It is our 200th episode. What, what? That is right. We are at 200 episodes, folks. 200 episodes. 200 episodes. 200 episodes. I never thought I'd get here. Y'all probably never thought I'd get here, but we got here. We got there. We're going there, and we're going to keep on going. No no stopping now. No stopping. No stopping. So let's just get right into it, right? I mean, I, what, what kind of celebrating are we going to do? We're not going to do a whole lot. It's 200, but that, that's, that, that's, that, that's really just the gist of it. Um, if you're new, welcome. If you're coming back, Thank you for listening week in, week out. Uh, of course, I'm your host. Um, I am also a shoutcaster for the 101 Esports League uh, based out of Oceanside, California. Right now, we are just doing Saturday tournaments uh, for Super Smash Bros. Melee on the GameCube. Yes, on the GameCube. Uh, that takes place at Panels Comic Book Coffee Bar, uh, Comic Shop and Coffee. Or Why can't I say their name properly? Um Comic shop and cafe, coffee bar, however you want to call it. Um, that is from 1 to 4 on Saturdays. Um, and panels, comics, and coffee. I don't know why I said that wrong. Um, yes, we are uh, back on Saturday. Super Smash Bros. Melee. I uh, hope you guys can watch or, or listen or, or come, uh, come enjoy it. Um, like I said, that is Saturdays. Uh, with Scott, who hosted about two weeks ago. Um, I'm sure you guys enjoyed his show. I did. Um, so that that was fun. Uh, and then we are just going to get right into whatever we're talking about today. Right? It's, like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a 200th episode. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. But let's get right into it. So... Uh, we're going to start with, with today's news, really. Um, not a whole lot of gaming news in the last week, surprisingly. Uh, but today there was a PlayStation State of Play, so they're uh, similar to a Nintendo Direct, if you will. Uh, while there weren't a whole lot of new games announced, it was a lot of stuff for games that we knew about. Um, they did start the show with a new game from Capcom that's supposed to release next year. Uh, unfortunately, it's not a new Dino Crisis. Uh, but it, it's it's similar, if you will. It's called Exo Primal. Uh, it looks like it's some combination of of like Anthem, to be honest, and and Dino Crisis. Uh, you're uh, some kind of soldier that wears exosuits to fight dinosaurs that come out of some kind of like interdimensional portal that opens up. Uh, looks really fun, uh, but it looks like your typical Capcom game at the same time. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens with it. It is expected in 2023. Uh, like I said, it looks really fun. Uh, then there were literally four different Square Enix games shown off. 
Uh, the Diofield Chronicle uh, is still expected for this year. Uh, Valkyrie Elysium, which is a game in the Valkyrie Profile series, also expected this year. Uh, Forspoken, their new IP, uh, was delayed from May until October 11th. Uh, and this actually has a, a two-year timed exclusivity on it. Uh, it's a it's a new IP. Uh, it's about like a girl who gets transported to like a new dimension or time. I don't remember all the details. Uh, and she's got like magical powers and stuff. The new trailer they showed off looks really fun. Uh, still doesn't look perfect. And I can understand that's why they, they more than likely delayed it. Um, and then, of, of course, Stranger of Paradise, uh, uh, Final Fantasy Origin or whatever they're, they're calling it. Uh, that comes out next week uh, on all consoles. Uh, and we got a new trailer for that. Um, also next week, of course, is uh, or in two weeks, is the release of Ghostwire Tokyo, the new game from Tango Gameworks, a Bethesda Studio, of course. A new trailer for that. That drops on March 22nd. Um, a new Gundam free-to-play, like, shooter multiplayer game uh, is coming this spring. That game looks really fucking fun. Uh, really cool as well. Um, that will be on PC, PlayStation, all that, free-to-play. Uh, the TM uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection was announced for later this year. Uh, that will feature the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game, which everyone loves. And it's very hard to find copies of. Uh, as well as several other Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games for the NES and Super NES. Uh, that will release on PlayStation consoles, Xbox consoles, and PC later this year. So that is not an exclusive, but they did announce it at the State of Play. Uh, Gigabash, a new kaiju brawler that's expected this year. Uh, and then a remake of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R, uh, which comes out uh, this year. Um, and that is a remaster, and it features 50 playable characters as opposed to the original that only had, like, in the 20s. Um, then they also announced uh, Trek to Yomi, which is a cool new um, black-and-white side-scroller where you play like a samurai. Uh, and then, of course... Returnal got a surprise new announcement. Um, it is getting a new co-op and survival mode in its what's called Ascension. And it is uh, also being called the Tower of Sisyphus uh, in its new 3.0 Ascension update. Uh, Housemark announced that during the new State of Play livestream, um, which uh, co-op mode is online only, no split screen. Uh, you do need an internet and PlayStation Plus to play it with a friend. Um, you have to try and survive murderous mysteries of Atropos, the planet that you're stuck on. Um, you also won't be able to play cooperatively in the new Tower of Sisyphus area, um, which is their, uh, the new house sequences or in challenge mode. Uh, the new Tower of Sisyphus mode, though, it is a new... Uh, mode where you have 20 floors of increasingly difficulty uh, that you'll be able to battle through um, and I'm guessing they'll add some new stuff. So it, it's really only in, in one area but it is a new online multiplayer option um, if you will um, but we'll see what happens with that and how it turns out but what I think is the biggest news today 
is that three investors are being uh, investigated for insider trading in relation to the Microsoft Activision deal. Um, they include, uh, this is per the Wall Street Journal, uh, Barry Diller, uh, one of the founders of Fox, um, was uh, uh, Alexander von Furstenberg and David Geffen of Geffen Records. Yes, that David Geffen. Um, they're investi being investigated via two separate federal investigations. Um, and it has to do with them purchasing $108 million of Activision stock uh, just days, days before the Microsoft sale and or acquisition was announced in January. Uh, after that, they made 60 million dollars off of the purchase um and and the reason they're being investigated uh is because of uh it happening so close and the amount of money that was involved and it was actually reported to the sec um by uh, uh and the justice department by uh, chase manhattan the company um that they purchased it through uh the other issue is barry diller uh served alongside Bobby Kotick, who is the Activision CEO on the board of Coca-Cola. Um, his son just happens to be Von Furstenberg. Um, and then Diller uh, calls Bobby Kotick a longtime friend. Um, and then they're also very close with David Geffen. Um, so that's why they're all kind of wondering about what the hell's going on. Um, they did release a statement saying, like, no, this just happened to be a lucky bet. I'm like, nah, dudes, nah. Bobby probably filled you in, and like a bunch of morons, you went and bought it way too soon. Like this, this is this is blatant insider trading, if you ask me. It, it no, you're not best friends with the CEO of a company, uh, and then your son and other really good friend. Just you don't you don't buy stock of of your best friend's company three days before a major purchase. Uh, or sale announcement like that like you're way too close for fucking comfort i don't care if you've been buying activision stock up until that point like nah nah this is way too fucking close and it, it's not even on the microsoft side it's on the scummy ass activision side and you know what fuck them i i hope they get caught and honestly i hope this pushes bobby Kotick out sooner rather than later i i just Really fucking stupid of all of them. So dumb. So freaking dumb. Um, meanwhile, we got news in regards to the next uh, Batman video game. And it is Gotham Knights, which is coming from WB Montreal. Uh, that will be uh, released now. We have an official release date. October 25th, 2022. Gotham Knights will release. And this is going to be that game where you get to play as... Um, Batgirl or Robin or or uh, um, Nightwing or Red Hood, uh, and that will be uh, after the death of Bruce Wayne, allegedly. If if the the trailers and stuff are to be believed about the game, um, it it it's not four player co op, but you can switch between the four different characters and different storylines. Uh, but that will release this year. Uh, it is not connected to the Arkhamverse games, um, as they have previously stated. Um, 
Nintendo has announced that Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot has been indefinitely delayed due to the ongoing conflict in the Ukraine in a show of solidarity. I don't know what a children's game has to do with that, uh, but you know what? You do you, Nintendo. You do you. Uh, Evo 2022 has also announced their lineup. Uh, it will feature Street Fighter V, no surprise there, Tekken 7, Guilty Gear Strive, Metal Gear... Metal Gear, I don't know why I said Metal Gear, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, King of Fighters 15, Melty Blood, DBZ Fighter Z, uh, Grand Blue, and Skullgirls will all be featured as the games for Evo 2022 Fighting Game Tournament. Uh, Smash is not a part of it, like we said last week, for the first time in, in many years. And Nintendo hopes to start hosting their own Smash tournaments. Uh, Snoop Dogg, of all people, has joined FaZe Clan. Uh, FaZe Clan is a, a major gaming... Um, I get, they're an esports brand, is I guess what you would call them now. Uh, and he has cl uh, joined their board of directors. He will produce content under their umbrella. And he is a new team member. Um, while Snoop has been streaming on Twitch for a very long time, uh, he will now do it as part of FaZe Clan. Um, but also as a board member, he will be responsible for, for you know day-to-day -day operations to a point. Uh but mostly community outreach programs and to help support young people. Um, he would represent the brand as FaZe Snoop, um, and he thinks he can help. Snoop said, quote, It only makes sense to partner with FaZe Clan as both a team member and on the board of directors. The youth identifies with their brand, and that's something my son Cordell knew, which is why he brought us together, unquote. Um, this is per an official release. Uh, FaZe Clan Chief Strategy Officer Kai Henry then went on to say, quote, The organic relationship between FaZe and Snoop has been building for years now, so we are thrilled to officially welcome FaZe Snoop to the family. Um, as the original internet kid and first-generation gamer, Snoop has always understood the cultural connection between music, lifestyle, and gaming, unquote. Um, of course, uh, Snoop is a well-known gamer, but for him to join one of the biggest, biggest esports brands in the business is, is no surprise. Uh, so expect to see more Snoop on FaZe Clan uh, merch, uh, outings, streams, things like that. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V has also made, uh, or Rockstar I should say, has made announcements in regards to the next-gen updates. For Grand Theft Auto V, yes, we are now in the third generation of console that it's on. Uh, it will release next week on March 15th. Um, for the first three months, it will be discounted on both uh, PS5 and Xbox Series X. Um, the So it's not going to be free, though. So on PlayStation 5, it will be uh, $10 for the first three months. And uh, that's a 75% discount. On Series X, it will be $19.99 or $20 at a 50% discount for the first three months. Uh, that is both the main game, campaign, and GTA Online. Uh, if you want to get GTA Online by itself, uh, that releases the same time. That will be free on PlayStation 5 for the first three months and $10 for the first three months on Xbox. Uh, then they will go up to their regular retail price of $20 on both consoles. 
uh, and then it will go to $40 for the full game and online um, on both consoles after the first three months. So what features are we getting, though? Um, so like I said, March 15th and per Rockstar Games, uh, it will now feature new graphic settings for players who want specific things like fidelity mode, which is highest settings, native 4K with ray tracing at 30 frames per second on both consoles. Um, you'll have performance mode, which is 60 frames per second and upscaled 4K. Uh, and then there's performance RT, which is a hybrid of both. And it's a upscaled 4K with ray tracing and will target 60 frames per second. But that's only available on the PS5 and Series X, not on the Series S. Um, on PS5, it will have haptics and adaptive triggers with the DualSense controller and Tempest 3D audio. Um, and spatial sound on both. Uh, and then it will utilize the SSDs in both for faster loading times. Um, GTA Online, on the other hand will uh, now get eight years worth of gameplay updates and content. Uh, the new house special um, for new upgrades and things like that. Um, there's also going to be new quality of life improvements. So a new intro and tutorial um, and a new main menu for those on next gen. Um, it will be available as a standalone title, like I said, for both. And uh, if you you are diving into it for the first time, there's now something called Career Builder. Uh, you'll get a free $4 million bonus uh, to buy new properties, vehicles, weapons. Um, if you're a longtime player, you can transfer your character and things like that. Um, so March 15th, that all goes into effect, and those are the prices. That's wild that they're charging. At least it's discounted for the first three months. Uh, Halo Infinite 343 has announced that Season 2 will launch May 3rd, um, but unfortunately they have had to delay uh, co-op, at least um, online co-op, uh, just a month or two, and couch co-op a little bit longer. Uh, however, on the bright side, Forge is in early flighting, um, and it it uh, will uh, is being released to some community creators, so it looks like Forge, at least, is on track still for Season 3, which is expected around August. So we'll see what happens, but it looks like and sounds like Forge is, is, is very high. Uh, the other thing they pointed out that a lot of, a lot of the community is, is not as upset about. Um, their, their, their focus, their, their main priority is to not overwork their staff and not have to, to do anything that would hurt their staff staff's uh, uh, health or men men mental state or anything like that and and it's it's their main priority and, and a lot of people support that and can understand why maybe some things are getting delayed because of it um, deadline is reporting that Amazon is in talks with PlayStation Studios about adapting God of War um, for television uh, it was also announced today that Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga will get DLC right away and then in the weeks following its release uh, based around The Mandalorian, Rogue One, The Bad Batch, uh, um, and several other Star Wars properties. So that, that's cool to hear. And even classic Star Wars Lego minifigure packs. Uh, the House of the Dead remake for Switch, uh, after being announced uh, just about a year ago, will release on April 7th almost a year after it was originally supposed to come out. 
That's exciting. I always love playing that in the arcade. Um, and then our final bit of gaming news today. Uh, Sony and Microsoft have both announced that they are halting sales, both physical, digital, and hardware sales in Russia due to the ongoing conflict in Ukraine. They're gr joining a growing list of companies who are uh, ceasing business in the European nation. Uh, that is it for gaming today. Let's talk about what's going on in the TV world, shall we? Um, HBO Max, DC, Warner have announced that they have officially greenlit uh, the one of the Batman spinoffs. Uh, right now it's just being called The Penguin. Uh, Colin Farrell is signed on to return as the character. He killed it in the movie. We'll be talking about that in just a little bit. Uh, the show will f talk about The Penguin's rise to power. I, I think it's going to be a sequel to The Batman. Um, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. If not, maybe I'll talk a bit, a little bit of spoilers uh, when we get to it. Um, that show is expected to start filming, I think, either later this year or early next year. Uh, Matt Reeves will produce. Um, and then today, the greatest thing ever happened. We finally, finally, finally got a teaser trailer for the Obi-Wan show that is going to be premiering on Disney Plus on May 25th. Uh, the Kenobi trailer dropped, and it features... The Duel of Fates, it features Battle of the Heroes, it features uh, uh, Anakin's Dark Deeds, just amazing music. First off, when Duel of Fates hits, like, my, my, uh, uh, like, the hair on the back of my neck stood right the fuck up. Um, the, the visuals look amazing. We're going to... Uh, see a lot of the Inquisitors. We saw the Grand Inquisitors. They get their spinning lightsabers, which is fucking epic. Uh, we get to see Owen Lars interacting with an Inquisitor. Uh, no Vader, but but possibly a new droid. A lot of stormtroopers. Some cool ships. Um, I forget what they call it. Castle Inquisitorious or something. It was featured in, in Jedi Fallen Order, and it looks like uh, they're going there in the show. Uh, we're probably going to go to a new planet. We saw a young Luke. Um, it looks like Obi-Wan is going off planet for hopefully a legitimate reason, and that's because the Inquisitors might find Luke, so he's trying to more than likely throw him off their tail. Um, but we're just about two months away, two and a half months away from the release of the show. I can't wait. Hopefully they show more at, at Star Wars Celebration, which will take place either the week of or the week before the show drops. Um, I don't remember, but uh, I did get recently get an email about Celebration Anaheim 2022, and uh, they're going to be shifting all their merch to focus on the 20th anniversary of the Clone Wars, uh, or Attack of the Clones, excuse me. And I know it's one of the most hated Star Wars movies, um, but... Again, it gave us the clones and badass Yoda with a lightsaber. So uh, they did have some other merch that I've purchased, um, but that was for when it was going to be in 2020. Um, it has like Bad Batch shirts and things like that, but we'll see. We will see. Uh, also, some other news. It looks like David Benioff and D.B. Weiss will not will not be a part of any Game of Thrones spinoffs. Uh, of course, they've 
gotten a lot of recent controversy attached to their name recently with uh, their their show that they were going to do for HBO about a a, uh, a um, Confederate States of America that had survived. Of course, they got they brought controversy upon themselves with the final season of Game of Thrones, um, but it looks like they're being kept at an arm's distance or longer uh, for all spinoffs that are coming, like House of the Dragon. Granted, I, I, I don't, I, I somewhat defend them on the final season. I don't, I don't hate it as much. I don't hate it at all, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I guess that's a controversial opinion nowadays. Um, Netflix has also uh, suspended their service in Russia, along with uh, Microsoft and Sony, as previously announced. Uh, the Walking Dead is getting another spinoff. But this one will star Negan and Maggie. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan is getting his own spinoff. Uh, this one is going to be called Isle of the Dead. Will take place in Manhattan. In the Walking Dead world. Was that their like 800th spinoff at this point? Jesus. I want, does it have a... Is it from the comics? I don't know. I've never read them. I don't watch the show. I'm somewhat interested because I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um... The Muppets are getting a new show on Disney+. Plus. This is called The Muppets Mayhem. Uh, it will also feature Lily Singh. Uh, and it's about the Electric Mayhem band sitting down to record their first album ever. Uh, so that's Dr. Teeth and his band. Um, you know, Animal, he's the drummer. It's, uh, that's a show I could get behind. I do love The Muppets. Um, speaking of the Batman earlier... Uh, there was a second spinoff that was coming from Matt Reeves that was going to focus on Gotham PD. Uh, that show is currently on hold, but it is evolving now into a somewhat of a, a haunted house or horror type show that will be set in Arkham Asylum. Now, after seeing the Batman, this is something that could definitely, definitely work in that universe. And I'd be all for it. Um... And then also announced uh, sometime later this year, Disney Plus will launch a new cheaper ad-supported version. No word on pricing or release date, um, but it will have ads. What ads on Disney Plus will look like is beyond me. And then our final bit of TV news, we did get a new trailer for Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Uh, this is going to be the new, the next Star Trek prequel show that takes place before uh, the original series, and uh, so I think I think it's still in the des the Discovery timeline of either ten years before. Or, uh, they they haven't exactly clarified. Um, it sounds like the theme is actually going to be a, a modern version of the original theme as well. It features heavy on Captain Pike and some other action. I'm very excited, and that will drop in May. So. And Picard season two just started, so I, I, I we got Star Trek all throughout the first half of the year. That's for damn sure. Uh, Discovery, I think, finally ends season four this week or next week. Uh, Picard will keep going for a while. The introduction of Q was actually awesome um, in the first episode. So I, I dug I dug that very well. Um, but that's it for TV news. Uh, it is a new month. I know it's a week in, um, but I just wanted to say some stuff that was new to Netflix this month. Uh, Gattaca is there. Uh, it's a great sci-fi movie. 
uh, Battleship, The Green Mile, uh, Shrek 1 and 2, Starship Troopers, V for Vendetta, Top Gun, Zoolander, and then the new Ryan Reynolds film, The Atom Project, which drops on Saturday, um, and it's getting very good reviews. Uh, then on Disney Plus this month, West Side Story, Turning Red, the new Pixar film, uh, Cheaper by the Dozen, the new remake with Gabrielle Union and Zach Braff, uh, and then of course Moon Knight drops on March 30th, um, and then over on Paramount Plus, not a whole lot, but the Halo show drops on March 24th, so be aware of that. Let's talk about some movie news. We will be reviewing the Batman at the end of the show, so stick around there. Uh, there will be some spoilers, um, but today we got some sad news in terms of DC movies. Uh, Warner Brothers has announced that they are shifting Aquaman 2 from December to March 17th, 2023, so almost a full year from next week. Uh, Black Adam is shifting from June to October 21st, 2022. The most upsetting is The Flash has been delayed Almost six, uh, just over six months from November 2022 to June 2023. Why this is happening, they haven't said, which is really weird because they literally just put out a trailer showing in 2022, only in theaters, the world needs heroes. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Why? I gotta wait even longer now to see Michael Keaton as Batman again? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Why is it delayed, motherfuckers? I'm pissed. I'm pissed. You don't understand. I am pissed. Sorry. Uh, and then DC Super Pets, I don't really give a fuck about, uh, is being delayed like two months to July. Um, and then we found out Keanu Reeves is playing the Batman. The Batman is playing Batman in DC Super Pets. Um, and then Shazam is being moved up from 2023 to December 16th, 2022. I think, taking the place of Aquaman 2. Uh, while I was watching the Batman, I saw a trailer for a new Nick Cage movie. Um, and he's essentially playing himself. Uh, where he gets hired to go to a birthday to make some money uh, by a character being played by Pedro Pascal. And he's playing like an eccentric version of himself. I'm all fucking for it, baby. I am all for it. Nick Cage playing himself, or an eccentric version of himself. Pedro Pascal, sign me up, dude. Sign me up. We also got some new casting uh, announcements for Dune Part 2. Florence Pugh uh, has been cast as Princess Arulan uh, for Dune Part 2, which is expected to start filming later this summer for a release next year, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's a perfect casting. Um, I'm all on the Florence Pugh train lately, especially after uh, Black Widow and, and Hawkeye. Uh, Fede Alvarez, who is a great director, uh, has been hired to direct a new Alien movie that will be going straight to Hulu. Uh, no word yet on if it will tie into the, the, the Alien TV show that's going to be on FX and Hulu. And... Um, the Batman has taken the box office with $128 million, $128.5 million uh, this past weekend, opening weekend, making it the second largest pandemic opening weekend after Spider-Man No Way Home. No surprise there, it's getting amazing reviews, um, and we'll talk about ours in just one more minute here. 
Uh, final bit of movie news here before we talk about the Batman. The I Am Legend film is getting a sequel. And it's starring Will Smith. Even though he technically maybe died in the first one. Spoiler alert for a movie that's like over 10 years old. Here's the kicker though. He'll be starring in it with Michael B. Jordan. Uh, they'll both be producing and co-starring in the film. No director has been announced. No release date has been announced. But it will be a sequel to I Am Legend. Uh, fun fact, there is an original ending to I Am Legend that featured Will Smith's character surviving. However, test audiences didn't like it, and it wasn't put, put in the theatrical release, but it's available on the Blu-ray and the DVD. Um, I wonder if they're going to go with that ending or just... You know, he died off-screen, so technically he's alive. Um, and uh, uh, I wonder what, what they're going to tell. I don't know how you make a sequel to that film, um, considering he came up with a cure or something. Uh, but who, who knows? Who knows? Um, with that, technically the show's over. Uh, I am going to go into some spoiler territory in regards to the Batman so stick around if you want to hear that, or you just want to hear my review in general. Um, and uh, just some general housekeeping. Again, the 101 Esports League will be hosting a Melee tournament this Saturday from 1 to 4 at Panels Comic Book Coffee Bar. Um, and then, uh, as always, check out nixnerdnews.com or our social media channels. You guys know where to look, nix.nerd.news. Always fun memes and things like that. Um, but I'm going to start it off by saying The Batman is my favorite Batman movie. And you guys know, you guys know I despise the Nolan films. I do not think that The Dark Knight is as good as everyone makes it out to be. Um, I was actually talking with someone yesterday uh, and they agree. And the ba the Batman shows that The Dark Knight is just not a good Batman movie. Um, Robert Pattinson is now my favorite Batman. Uh, this movie was damn near perfect. I don't give out perfect scores for movies very often. The Batman is a perfect 10 out of 10 for me. It, it, it showcases every aspect of Batman that I have wanted to see on screen in a very long time. It is literally the most comic accurate Batman movie made since 1989's Batman. And, and it, it just, it was so good. It was so fucking good. The Riddler, amazing. Paul Dano as the Riddler, amazing. Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Oh my God, he stole the show in the scenes he was in. Um, very little use of Alfred, which is, in my opinion, a good thing. Uh, Andy Serkis was always good when he, when, when he was on screen. Um, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, amazing, perfect casting. Uh, like I said, Robert Pattinson though as as Bruce Wayne and Batman is was a great choice. Uh, if 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 I had to put it on paper, what comic this might be the closest to would probably be a blend of Year One and the Long Halloween, right? Um, because it takes place on Halloween. No, but because of the the murder mystery story, um, and even kind of ties into Hush. Um. The groundwork it lays for future installments is is damn near perfect. Um, there's possibilities for Hush. You could defi definitely, definitely do a Court of Owls movie as the sequel. 
you could even do hush or or um you, you don't have to do the joker and and small spoiler there there is a a what matt reeves is calling the joker in in locked up in arkham at the end of the film you don't see him he doesn't really have anything other than he's talking to the riddler um but but i, I you don't you don't have to do the joker again right um and and it, it the the story that it tells is great. The Riddler thinks that Batman is going to support him or is his partner in in his quest in what he's trying to set out to tell the truth about um, the tie-in with Falcone and and going after the elite of the city makes makes uh, w- was a great story. It, it kind of fits in with kind of the modern the modern Batman stories that are being told in the comics right now, um, especially with, like, possibly a corrupt Thomas Wayne. Um, granted, we don't we don't know the, the whole story about that. Um, the, the casting, like I said, is, is amazing. Everyone in the film is, is perfectly cast. Um, I didn't even talk about uh, Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle. Oh, my God. She's one of the... She's the best Batwoman I've seen on screen since uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer's still the best Catwoman. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is a, a, a very close second. Um, I do not care for Anne Hathaway's Catwoman in, in the, the Nolan films. Um, but it, it is... The Batman is so freaking good. I, it, it, and it's three hours. You don't even know the three hours are going by, though, at how good it is. The way the story plays out, um, what you think... Where you think the movie's going to end, it doesn't end on. Batman becomes like the hero that that Gotham needs. And I hate quoting the Dark Knight, um, but no, it, it it starts where like he's not trusted by the cops, by the the by the city, things like that. It it it, it is year two, um, but it's it's not he's not an enemy. And the best part about the film, he never becomes the enemy of the police, and and it's 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 so well done. And the way, the way Matt Reeves films this movie is so great. Like, if you wanted, like, a grounded take on Batman, but, but still having some, like, comic book elements and, and some fantastical elements, that's what this is. Um, hell, the, the movie opens, um, minor spoilers here, the, the movie opens with, like, the, the bat signal shining and and like criminals getting af- being afraid and looking into like a dark alleyway and and like wondering oh fuck is the batman going to pop out and then when they do show him pop out i got literal fucking chills this movie i cannot wait to watch it again this is by far the best batman movie they've ever produced they've ever made it is the best batman movie i've ever seen and that's coming from me right this is the best batman the dark knight can take a fucking hike okay that movie is not good and this movie shows it and 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 even then it shows batman he's not the world's greatest detective yet but it's showing the his hints of his genius and his ability to be the world's greatest detective. Like, you didn't get that in the Nolan films at all. The only Batman movie that really showcased that 
was the 89 film and and he isn't great at it but but there's hints of it right um but no this this batman he is great at martial arts he is a burgeoning detective he cares about the city he's building his own batmobile he's not relying on on lucius fox or anyone to do it for him uh the batmobile is fucking epic the whole chase scene with him and the penguin one of the coolest chase scenes I've seen in a movie in a long time that was done a little more practically. Overall, just it, it's a great fucking movie. And and everything, everything is amazing. There's also a potential, like, maybe Venom might be involved, which could hint at, at possible... I don't think Bane would ever come in, but there's, there's that possibility. Um, I, I just... This movie was so good it was so damn good and if you aren't gonna watch it i don't know why especially if you love comic book films you'll love it if you love batman you'll really love it i i just i am so pleasantly surprised i've been saying for months i wasn't going in with any sort of expectations and i fucking loved it i really did 10 out of 10 I'm not gonna go over the plot because I, I just I feel like I've been getting lost in that lately doing my reviews. But it it hits the right story beats. It it's comic accurate to a to a point. It it showcases all of Batman's best skills, even though he's an early Batman, or or at least shows that he will he could turn into what we all know Batman to be. The Riddler is amazing, the penguin is amazing. Um Robert Pattinson as Batman and Bruce Wayne is amazing. Uh, uh, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. Um, Zoe Kravitz as, as Selena Kyle. Overall, it's just, it, it's, it's amazing, and I love it. And like I said, it's my new favorite Batman movie. Uh, it's, it's, it's The Batman. 10 out of 10, out now, three hours long. Don't miss it. Um, with that being said, thank you guys for listening to Nick's Nerd News this week. Thank you for listening and, and, and helping me reach 200 episodes. I appreciate all of you. Um, like I said earlier, make sure to check out nixnerdnews.com. Uh, you can listen to the show right in your browser, or you can find links uh, where you guys can like, share, subscribe to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. We're all, we're all there. We're on all the big ones. Um, thank you, guys. Check out our social media we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just search Nick's Nerd News. Um, post a lot of fun memes and things like that. Uh, also, check out the 101 Esports League. Uh, you can find them on Twitch, Discord, uh, Instagram. Uh, I'll be hosting another weekly tournament for Super Smash Bros. Melee on Saturday, 1 to 4. I will see you guys and catch you all on the flip side.